0: zoom it out um, why you got a whole page of shit written down right here you know how much i wrote (laughs) none (laughs) (laughs) i was like I, i don't know so i'm just not gonna prepare at all welcome everybody to 30 more better the podcast about us being 30 and trying to do well in life and recognizing when we don't know shit and learning new shit and shit you just rapped. You know that, right? No. You're a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> 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 I'm right. to be like over here like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the hard <laughs> part about the beginning is easy. I want to be like, hey, Sam, how was your week? But if you listen to Welcome to the Queendom podcast, then you will know that Sam just asked me about my week and I just asked her about hers. So just so y'all know, we just have to fake it. Yeah, we ha- No, I don't want to fake it.
1: Do you, is this dog hair? You have this one hair in the back of your head that it is straight right the fuck there. No, I need to know if it's dog hair or if it's yours.
0: It's probably mine. I got gray hairs. I am stressed the okay. fuck out. Is it gone? Yeah, it was dog hair.
1: Because oh. it was like straight and it was Listen, <laughs> I
0: got some gray hairs. <laughs> I am not, No, nope, mine don't be straight though. They be curly. Anyway. Right, that's
1: why I was like, that's interesting. How y'all doing? We hope you're great and amazing and feeling, um, I don't
0: know. And if you are not and you're experiencing some rough patches, we hope that you're identifying your feelings within your body.
1: That's a good thing to bring up. Yes, identify those feelings. If you are
0: sad, just allow the sadness. Identify that and then move on. Don't stuff feelings down because they come up when you do not fucking want them to. Mm. And then, yeah, no. But anyway, I had a good week or an okay week. I've been anxious about creative shit. You will see on the blog eventually, and you will be like, I don't know why she was anxious, because sh- this was amazing. It's
1: a whole imposter syndrome thing. Yes.
0: It's a um, whole thing. Speaking of imposter syndrome, this <laughs> week, we're going to hype ourselves up, which ew. I have not prepared for. <laughs> why did you I say you? I had ew? to prepare for it. I couldn't. Because I could not think I of one good thing to say about myself.
1: If I didn't prepare, I, we would be sitting here just like, uh, uh. uh.
0: I wanted this episode to be us hyping ourselves up because in the last episode we kind of talked about and all the time it comes up how like we just don't yeah and like it's not like Honestly, we're not good I at anything
1: and this was something that we were supposed to do as a part two on my podcast but then I was like oh shit I know and I meant to bring it up in the podcast <laughs> just recorded. can
0: we like tag yours or like <laughs> upload it to yours too can you upload the same episode to or because I just wanted to
1: say like when we were recording mine previous to this I just wanted to like the part two that you were looking for oh look for God. it on this podcast
0: how did I fucking forget I did not prepare for that I mean you can just open the other one and listen this we do to figure much. it this out this is a weird it ass is tangent it to start is. with
1: you know we're kind of just winging this as it goes we're learning as we're we go. learning as it goes because as we know because of imposter syndrome for both me and Genesis we learned that you can research shit all day. And we will. And we will. I and will that's where the imposter syndrome will live. Years. Yep. Because we'll be like, this is too much. I'm the more not research doing this you shit. do, the
0: more your brain is like, see, you can't do that. Exactly. Whereas if you just get going, so your we brain doesn't like, have a time to catch up. There really. was
1: times before when we started this and Jen was like, we need to look up how to do this. we got to look Sam up. Was and was, like, I was nope. like, nope, nope. She, she said, no, said we're
0: this not." this podcast <laughs> be up to one, my ass would still be researching how to do a podcast. No. Even though I already knew. Oh, yeah. it's such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if I have children, every time they're like, Mommy, how do you do this? I'm going to be like, I don't, know. I don't try. know. Just do it. Just try it. Jen, how did your house out. burn down? My kid wanted to try to cook. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not making my kids research, not diddly squat.
1: I th- there's nothing bad with researching, but like. I just wanted us to research the bare minimum.
0: That was smart.
1: And that's all that we really needed to do. And every and you even like took like that, like your boss told you to listen yeah. to that Zoom call or whatever. Yeah. And basically telling you the bare minimum of what it takes to have a podcast. It is such, it's so little. Like yeah. even like the stuff that
0: we have, you don't even need. I think the biggest, where imposter syndrome thrives, especially with millennials, is the thought process that somebody has to like what you're doing. Yep. Yep. as soon as you get past the point of somebody else liking the shit you're doing you're fucking you're fine even if i even if you don't ever get past it because i don't think i ever get i past don't think it i'm es- gonna get past
1: especially it. when it comes to like my art
0: yeah
1: honest to god like the art thing feels like an out-of-body experience for me I'm like i'm so proud
0: of you you're doing not so not good. in a
1: good way what why i'm saying like what i'm like doing in the pop-up markets and stuff uh-huh I feel like I'm just selling some girl's work. It's yours. But I just don't see it as mine. Like when I've I'm seen the painting,
0: TikToks of you painting. It's you. I d- like, that's <laughs> definitely your arm. I know your arm. But sometimes it doesn't feel like it's my it. shit, though. When you do anything well. So, like, like,
1: I feel like I'm just observing.
0: Oh. When you and Allison read the excerpt of my book, and you guys were like, this is so good. I was yeah. like, that is good writing. But I did you not identify that, that, that it yours. came out of my brain. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucked it. up. But, like, I mean, we're all, I'm definitely this, if I will say the last week has been, like, an experience of, like, oh, so the anxiety and depression are also a thing when I feel okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think part of it is just learning. First of all, if you have a feeling and you feel like shit, I acknowledge it. Do not dwell in it, but acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst thing you can do in life is push shit down and ignore it. Lord, don't I. But (laughs) like this week, like I've been in a good place in my life. And like this last week I have been anxious and depressed Mm -hmm. and I don't, there's no, aside from me wanting to do more creative things, like it's not like I was sad. So like
1: overwhelmed. Yeah. The thought process
0: of like imposter syndrome, anxiety, whatever issues, them shits might never go away. Like you do have to just learn to navigate Mm -hmm. them and how to like, yeah. Sure. Like it can't it. be a stopping point because you're scared, especially if it's just something you want to do. Like it don't matter who, like if you feel good doing it, just do that's it. Unless it's like murder. Don't be a murderer. Okay, whoa, quick turn. <laughs> don't be a murderer. <laughs> turn there. That is not okay. <laughs> but other stuff, like if you feel good doing whatever creative thing, it doesn't matter. That
1: should be mostly the focus, honestly, because mm-hmm. that's the only reason why I still paint because it feels good and I need to do it for myself. Yeah. I'm not doing it necessarily. I mean, there's times, like, right now, I did two paintings last night because I know I have a market coming up. Yeah. But I also but know that I for need you. to do it for myself. Yeah. Like, because I, I hadn't painted in, like, three weeks. So, like, I need to do this.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, this episode is supposed Typing to be... Hyping ourselves up. Yeah, we're going to say nice things about ourselves. Ugh. And if you're listening, we encourage you to do that because, like... Okay, in my everyday life, I try to implement that, especially in instances where I'll have, like, a negative thought, like, oh, I'm so dumb. Mm-hmm. I will try to correct that and be yeah. like, no, I'm not. Because, like, my intelligence is a big trigger for me. Just.
1: It is for me, too. Horribly. We both felt very similar in our ch- childhood. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm that smart. the smarts
0: um okay sam say a nice thing about yourself no i thought you were gonna go i don't have anything nice to (laughs) say madam see this is why we wanted to do this episode because we knew it was gonna be a challenge so if you're listening say some nice shit about yourself oh my god tell yourself you love yourself
1: i thought we were saying things like that we were celebrating about ourselves just anything nice it could
0: be physical it could be mental like okay so a thing that i will say is like yay you're starting it's hard Go. What do I like about myself? One, two, three, go! I'm proud of myself for like picking up reading again because yeah, because my intelligence comes into question a lot. Like I had hard. Like my sisters are like avid readers. Oh my like God. it's like
1: I felt honestly when I met Allison for the first time. It makes you college, feel really stupid. I doesn't felt
0: it? so dumb. Allison is she like reads a, a
1: book in like an hour. I was I was she's <laughs> like a. Did you read Harry Potter?
0: Yeah, I finished Harry Potter yesterday. Like, that's the type of reader both of my sisters are like. Oh my God. And, like, as a kid, like, I would go to read and, like, the words would move around or the letters would move around on the page. I couldn't comprehend things. I couldn't comprehend it. I would have to read the same page four fucking times just to know the words right. And then after that, like, and, like, me and my partner, I was, like, joking the other day and I was, (laughs) (laughs) this is not funny, but he was like, I don't think you're dyslexic. And I was like, honestly, It was just beaten into me to, like, not be dumb. So, like, I wasn't, like, physically beat, but, like, it was beaten into my brain to, like, not be stupid. So while I might be dyslexic, which, like, I haven't been tested for, and I'm really trying to shed the thought process of, like, sick until proven healthy because I think that's a big thing right now. Mm -hmm. It's not that, like, I'm that smart. It's that, like, I lived such a life where I, I not only had to anticipate the feelings of adults around me, but I knew that there were negative consequences if I did not understand. Same. Yeah. So like yep. I probably am mm-hmm. dyslexic, but I was too scared to be dyslexic. And mm-hmm. I told Nelson like trauma will do great things for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this shit is not funny, but like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking but That's horrible. Anyway, it is, I know, but I'm, So my goal this year was to read one book a month. And I think I'm like one book ahead or something. And that's like a huge, you were reading a lot. I was like, what is she doing all this reading? It's, it helps. Like I'm a chronic overthinker, like to the point that I give myself. Another thing I realized the other day is that like, I used to think I was getting headaches. I literally have been having migraines my whole life. Yeah. Because I had a headache yesterday that was, that's normal for me. And I described it to Nelson and Nelson's Mm -hmm. like, that's a fucking migraine. How are you standing you up? Go
1: get your fucking ear pierced.
0: Probably. Cause like, yeah, I'm getting, migraines. cause that's how
1: mine were all the time. We'll try that for like a um, weeks at a time.
0: But anyway, I'm proud of myself for reading because when I wanted to start reading and I even asked Sam, like I'm very much into like fantasy and like young adult mm-hmm. fantasy. And I was like, am I stupid if I read this? Like I felt like I should be reading something else. And Sam's exact words were, um, that's mean you being mean to yourself. <laughs> Wait, I said this? Yes, I texted you and Allison. what did did I say? So I texted you and Allison, and I was like, okay, so there's this young adult book that I really want to read. Am I dumb if I read young adult books, like Uh fantasy books? And you were like, that's mean. And I was like, well, I'm not talking about anybody. I'm just talking about myself. And you were like, okay, you're being mean to yourself. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) And I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, that is something uh I would say.
0: (laughs) So I'm proud of myself <laughs> for, like, picking up reading because, like, I did not want to. I wanted to keep doing audio books. It's audiobooks. Also like,
1: really good because you're a really good writer, though. That part of it is that like it helps a with that. really good writer. So, like,
0: if I'm struggling with something that I'm writing, I'll take a ba- break from writing and start reading. Yeah. Just to see, like, how authors, like, I I don't copy authors, but, like, how do they build their worlds? How do they describe people? And then I can I think decide that's from really there. really smart, though. I think that's, I feel like a lot, it's kind of like what everybody does, like, in the creative realm of I mean, things yeah. like yeah if you're like writer, it should be clear you should that you're be be not reading. supposed to copy other people but it's good to but like it's draw from what to, they're doing yes yeah to
1: under like to practice their it's kind of like with art when they have you start off with art in art classes they have you practice or copy like another person's work from like a very famous artist huh. so you can gain those skills
0: yeah
1: it's fine it's uh. totally it's like the same thing like and that's kind of like when i'm like kind of like in a rut with art i like going to the art museum i like reading more up on art history uh which is really ironic and strange because i
0: let's go on a date okay i have to get an off date oh well you got a job we just gonna go on a saturday that's fine um (laughs) but no i am proud of myself for reading and part of the reading is helpful too because like i said i'm an overthinker but also like i know that like if the tv is on i will literally like be playing the sims and scrolling through tiktok and like that is probably why my brain races so like on days yeah. where like it's really trying I have, to train your brain to be presence. yeah and i have two worlds like i have too much sensory shit yeah and if it all goes off i can't function and then i'll go into like sensory overload and i need to turn it all off yeah and if i'm reading a book my brain can really only focus on that that's good because like if There's world building. I have to then create the world in my brain to like understand Uh what's happening, what's it look Uh like, you know. So I don't know. Reading's been really good for me. I'm proud of myself for that. Okay, now you go. (laughs) 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 I don't want to. It's hard. You got to do it.
1: I feel like I didn't find anything small like that. I wish I did. Okay. It doesn't have to be small or big. I wanted it. I wanted it to be small now. Why? Because those are good things that you should point out. Small things are good things.
0: Yeah, we do have a real bad, like, thought process of, like, if it's not big, if it don't it's matter.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I have down as all big things.
0: Okay, well, tell me a big thing.
1: Because of my new job. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of my
0: new you job. You have to think of the small things that went into that, though.
1: Well, for sure.
0: Like, if you really think about this, because this is what I think about when I think about you getting this job. Before you got this job, you really had reached a point of, like, this shit is getting hopeless. Yep. And so, like, to actually find hope still and, like, hope for some good shit to happen. Yep. That's incredible.
1: Well, it's also, like. It's hard to pull yourself back from that. Like, I've thought about this a lot with this job because for a long time. So, yeah, I was laid off last year. I had been laid off a whole year before I got this job. Yeah. This is where, like, the hopelessness comes in. Yeah. And i did not i honest to god did not foresee myself being unemployed for such a long time yeah and i was on because of this whole pandemic like i was on like a forbearance program with the house so i wouldn't have to pay my mortgage and like every three months you had to like reevaluate and they would ask if you want to continue it and like and every time that they'd be like okay do you want to continue i'm like yeah i'm gonna have a job in three months yeah and then the three months would happen again like do you want to continue I'm like oh my god yes i'm not gonna be employed for much longer yeah and then it just kept happening and then like it was like December where I felt like I was not in a spot to like get Christmas presents which is like a big thing for me because like I love giving presents and she I wouldn't love
0: accept presents everyone
1: <laughs> I was a severely depressed Genesis. I know <laughs>
0: I know like, severely I'm trying not to make it about myself <laughs> yeah I know
1: <laughs> but so and I thought about this like once I got this job or like once hope started to come about so like January February I got offered to do like freelancing for a company so I was like okay this is a good thing and then like this whole thing with the current job that I have now there was possibilities happening with that so I was like hope was coming back yeah and I started to think like the reason why like all the places that I applied to and I even like had that interview with that company in January that I didn't get yeah I remember and I was just like, the reason like like none of this happened is because those weren't meant to be like that. Those companies were
0: not. but the problem is that me. don't come until after exactly like you want to be thinking that during you want to be sure. thinking like it wasn't meant to be it's okay but like your brain is like bitch the world is on fucking fire we yes. have to do something you yeah. have to survive yeah you
1: have a house to pay for you have
0: bills i was about shit. to move in if i'm being honest <laughs> i'm not even kidding i told nelson i'm gonna have can you you need to budget your money because you're gonna pay the rent i have to move oh in with sam God. i'm not kidding at all I'm dead-ass serious. And I
1: was like, I'm going to lose my house. You wasn't going to lose I'm shit. Gonna lose, like, I can't pay for my car. I was I like, I don't pay. know how much
0: her bills are, but if I don't have to pay rent and shit here, then I can pay it there. Oh my God. So you, I was like, it'll just be uh, until she gets a job. I was about to move the fuck in. Also because you were depressed and like, because the person that I work for deals with that. Yeah. I've done a ton of research and like the biggest thing you can do for somebody that's depressed is just life shit. So I was like, she's depressed. It was after me and Nelson came I don't over think that here. That
1: would have helped, though, honestly, because I am always the person that likes to take care of people. I don't like to be taken care of. Like that it stresses me out because I know that you're not always financially stable. Samantha. Like that's gonna freak me out and Samantha. make me even more stressed and
0: depressed. You was just gonna be you was so more stressed fine. and depressed. No, you were gonna be fine. <laughs> Because it's something that Sam might never learn in life is like some people, sometimes people take care of you. I know. And you're my fucking family. I'm trying to learn it. Trust me. I explained this to to my partner about you because he is very like, what do you need? I'll give you whatever you need. And I have to keep telling him that you need to know the people in your life. And I was like, with Sam, if anything terrible happens to Sam, the best thing we can do for Sam is to be there. I was like, you cannot ask her what she needs. She don't know. And she don't want you to do shit for her. I'm not going to tell you either. That's why I was going (laughs) to. I know. That's why I was going to move in. I was like, if I'm here every day, I already got a key. What you going to do? Take my key. I'm going to change the locks. Bitch. I will break. (laughs) Lincoln will let me in. (laughs) Lincoln will stand there and boof until you (laughs) open the goddamn door. Oh my God. But like, I was just like, I'm going to have to move in because she will not tell me what she needs. And she's not in like me and Nelson had come over here for something one day and you just were miserable. And Nelson was Um, like,
1: I'm almost positive I know what day you were talking about. Cause he was like, do you need a hug? And like, at that moment when Nelson asked if I needed a hug, I almost bursted into tears. When you guys left, I bursted into tears, I and know. I felt like I had a panic. I thought, I'm positive I had a panic
0: attack. I was like, I told him, we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to move in. You're going to have to pay rent right here. And he was like, ugh, okay. <laughs> that's everything from him. Nelson is 100 years old. Even if he fully agrees and is enthusiastic about it, Nelson is going to say, ugh, okay. Well, I was like, I'm going to have to move in with Sam. And he was like, why don't you just ask her if she wants help? And I was like, she's not going to tell me. Mm-mm. I gonna have to go to her house, horrible. figure out how to pay her bills, and just take care of her until she's okay. I
1: mean, my parents would have helped at that point. Like, it's just a whole thing. But, like, I realized that, and, like, I had been manifesting, like, I knew I wanted to work for a more progressive company. I knew I wanted to work for a company who was respectful and, you know, having a work-life balance. I wanted to work for a company who were, like, all these things, yeah. and I kept saying that. Yeah. And I knew I wanted, like, I knew I wanted to make a career change as well. Yeah. Like, I didn't necessarily want to keep doing... I don't have my mic in front of my face. I didn't necessarily want to keep doing what I was doing before. And I remember I had, like, an, I had a recruiter reach out to me shortly after I was laid off last year. And it was for a position very similar to what I was doing before. And I was asking him about pay. And he was like, yeah. well, what kind of pay do you think that you want? And I was like, well... He's like, first of all, he was like, I can guarantee, like, I pretty much know what you're making right now. Yeah. Most places are not going to give you no more than 10% more than what you're making right now. Yeah. And that pissed me off. I was I'm like, glad you said all, no. I was like, first of all, in my mind, I was like, do you, you probably don't make what I make. You don't realize how this is not a livable fucking wage, bro especially for the amount of years that I've been working get in me. this field. Don't get me started on the <laughs> <villages>. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, yeah, based on your... Because we were, like, vibing. It was really cool. He was awesome. And then, like, he said that, I was like, mm, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to pass. Because if they can't give me more than I'm what so I know that you. I deserve, I'm exactly. not going to work for this company. Exactly. And it was, like, a super old, like, mom-and-pop company. There was probably one black person on the whole I fucking I feel team. like,
0: though, companies can't afford it and they want to make you feel like you're not gonna get it so let's that's that's talk about where i
1: am now yeah. making way more than what i was even hoping to make yeah. and a company that is extremely progressive very you know women positive they're concerned about the environment they're concerned about representation and yeah. media so like amazing
0: yeah so you should be proud of yourself <laughs> and that's not all the big because things so like much small shit goes into the big things you have to remind yourself of that yeah you don't just wake up one day and the big thing happens like you have well, to keep for sure, hoping like keep staying i motivated
1: could have easily well let's be tr- i applied for like really entry-level places too like entry-level yeah. jobs i didn't get hot like i got declined on so many jobs even entry-level ones that i am obviously more qualified for that's because society
0: uh, is fucked up i don't have shit to well, do well it's
1: Also, no one's going to hire somebody who has so many years in this area Mm -hmm. and you want to work in an entry-level place because they know that as soon as you get the opportunity for something else, you're going to leave.
0: And not only that, they know you're going to ask for what you're worth. If you are actually entry-level, they'll be able to dictate to you what you're worth. Well, right. Whereas if you're not. But I mean. Exactly. There's so much that went into like people not getting hired during COVID. Like companies were just taking the PPP loan and not hiring new people like. Hello? Yeah. I was,
1: I was, was that you telling me about that? Probably because Spencer tells because me Because I was like, so should I have taken out the PPP loan? Because all you need is, wh- who was telling me about this? It was probably me. And I was like, I have an LLC. Or Danielle. I, t- I think it might have been Danielle. Yeah. And I was like, uh, so I should have got the PPP loan and.
0: Somebody told me to because <laughs> I have an LLC. And exactly. I like, I feel comfortable. Coming. I don't either. And I was <laughs> still getting paid, so I was like. That's pushing it. Yeah, like come on. Um, Okay, do I have to say a good thing about myself?
1: Yes, you do. We're just gonna do a, womp womp thing. We
0: do back and forth. Womp womp. What's another good thing about myself? There's
1: tons, honey. There's. I'm honestly
0: proud of myself for finding like passion and chasing shit at this age.
1: That is a very good thing to bring up. Because like, I think that's a really this good is thing because more better. I was going
0: to say, <laughs> I mean, be, this is what this whole podcast is centered around. So you've heard me say it before. But like societally, as a woman, you expire at 30 mm-hmm. for sure. Or you're supposed to be married, taking
1: care of your kids and just being And know a what the fuck you're
0: doing. Yeah. Like so. And like. I'm in two worlds of like, it's a little bit annoying, but also I really enjoy. Like, I'm coming across so many 30 year old women on social media that are like, no, Mm -hmm. we don't have to know everything. We shouldn't have kids by now. Like, it's okay if you're not in a relationship, it's okay wherever the fuck you're at, or if you're just now finding um, passion. Because, like, the biggest thing for me right now is like getting into fashion. If you know my upbringing, which I've talked about on this podcast, you Mm -hmm. know that like I was raised in a setting where a lot was decided for me. Yep. And a lot of my decisions were criticized when I got to make my own decision. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that suffered, like when I was younger, I really enjoyed like dressing up, picking my outfits, putting shit together. And like that was criticized to a staggering point. And for a very large part of my life, I spent time just doing the bare minimum. So nobody would say anything. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm realizing like, I like that. I like to look good and feel good. Like, and I want to all the time. Like, yeah. It's not fair that like if I'm running errands, I can't be dressed up. I don't. And it's not fair that every time I get dressed, I just hear all of those voices. My parents, my grandmother, whoever the fuck else that criticized me before. Yeah. And like. A daily struggle, especially every time that I like really get dressed like today, I'm pretty dressed down because I'm doing basic shit and I want to go back in the house with my puppy. But like. <laughs> I think. What's really not fair is, like, when I do want to dress up, a daily struggle is being, like, why are you trying now? Yeah. Like, and I'm actually going to... That's on my list to write on my blog is, like, a post justifying why I'm trying. It's because it's fucking okay. Yeah. Who gives a fuck if I'm 30? I don't know how much longer I'm going to live, but, like, I feel so much better when I look good. Yes. Like, and, Most people can
1: attest to that.
0: And then I've really... Sat around and dissected like when I look good um, along the lines of people around me, like when I was in church, when I looked good along the lines of what was appropriate from church, Mm -hmm. I still didn't feel good. When I look good with what was appropriate along the lines of what my parents had said to me, I still didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. If I make myself look good according to current fashion, like in whatever era of my life, whatever is fashion right now, if I force myself to look good along the lines of that, I still don't feel good. Yeah. But like when I actually go through and pick shit that I like mm-hmm. and like dress myself up like that, I feel really good. I feel more confident. I get more shit done. Yeah. I'm a boss ass bitch because I feel good. Like I worked on this. I feel like I look good and you can't tell me shit. And like it's a daily struggle for me to remind myself that it's OK to want to look good. Yep. It is OK. Like I have found um, she's on a tick Instagram. Her name is Carla Rockmore. Carla Rockmore and Jenna Lyons are two people that I follow who are, like, super-duper fashionable, which they probably were fashionable in their 20s, but mm-hmm. when I found them, they were older, because Carla Rockmore has to be in her 40s. Yes. Jenna Lyons is older, and she yes. is six-foot-something. Jesus. So, like, she doesn't fit societal standards. Yeah. This bitch is fashionable. Yeah. Carla Rockmore, fashionable. Is everything that they wear along the lines of the bullshit that you see on TikTok? No, No. But- they look they so look good and you know what it's probably because they feel, feel really i was gonna fucking say it's good. that confidence
1: that's showing out that
0: confidence i mean i mean my partner says all the time like I, you should wear what you want because you walk different when you mm-hmm. feel good and i'm like that's true and it's not even intentional it's just that like i feel good yeah and like then you hear like you have imposter syndrome so like with fashion it's a big thing like if i put together an outfit i look good I can feel there's always a point in my day where like i feel myself feeling good and like really shining and my brain is immediately like like who the fuck do you think you are yeah like come on now your mom wouldn't like this or your grandma would bring up your right. shoulders or like that skirt's too short it's or whatever a body fuck. you're dressed like a boy yeah this is why i consistently say that you will not be able to speak on my daughter's bodies right. because even if it's a compliment like i've been complimented a ton on being skinny so like I gained a little bit of weight, which honestly I love this shit now. I'm, I think
1: you look great.
0: I, I feel was telling, good. I was
1: just thinking because I was thinking about uh, my job's having like a sample stand. I was just like, "What size do I need to get Danielle and Genesis?" And I was like, "Cause so like I'm Ge- a size
0: eight ten now. I used yeah. to be like a four. So I was
1: like, "I like a me. I'm like I don't think they're smalls anymore. They're mediums." No, and I was small. like, "But I'm like, but they look. I'm like they look so fucking great. And they I feel happy. Good. And they feel like, expect like because I have seen both of you." At your smallest. Oh yeah, I used to be, and I'm just like they look fucking healthy, mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. living, just like
0: you know. And I was like, this like I'm is what fucking the fuck my for body it. is supposed to be doing, and nobody well, should like have that. ever taught me that me being that skinny was the best thing for me. Mm. Solely because at that point, like I, I've never had any issues. Well, I have had issues with food, but like I've never had any issues with my weight in that way. Yeah, it always has kind of just fallen wherever it is. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be really skinny, but because so many people complimented that when I first gained weight, I was like, oh no.
1: Well, there's been lots of times throughout our friendship when you're like, I'm
0: getting, y'all, I gotta stop
1: eating sweets. I'm getting a little tummy, and And I'm I'm not
0: gonna (laughs) stop eating sweets. I like the tummy. (laughs) <laughs> and if you don't like this, tell I me, mean, you can fuck off.
1: I was like, but you love sweets. I'm
0: like, I saw a TikTok that really I try to play in my head every time I dress nice. And I hear that voice in the TikTok. He says, honestly, fashion, which it, please, if you get offended by this, I'm sorry. But what he says is fashion is for white women that don't come up with opinions on our own, on their own, like mm. commercial fashion. Mm-hmm. He was like, what real fashion is, is putting on what the fuck you like looking bombish. she was like don't look a mess looking bombish shit and feeling confident that yeah. is fashion he was yeah. like it's not the current shit it's not the shit that you see everybody wearing right it's the shit that you see a few girls wearing that they thrifted or like whoever just feels good in what they're right. wearing and i'm like that took a long time to hit home for me and like i'm proud of myself because it's i'm not kidding when i say it is a daily battle like any day that i'm not at work which you've seen me lately if i'm not at work i can't wear i try not to wear yoga pants Mm -hmm. i try to actually put effort in yep and like i have a fall wish list shit is about to get real cute
1: i fucking love fall like there's so many things that i just bought Uh. a bunch of shit too like i need to stop shopping like it's bad
0: i'm going on a spending freeze because i bought a bunch of books i
1: told you to go on a spending
0: freeze i was supposed to and then the barnes and noble had a sale (laughs) But anyway, because I'm. Mind you, it's f- not because I'm a controlling person. She, came asked, to me her to. And she asked, asked her to. I asked her to. And I actually really appreciate it because another thing that I learn in relationships is like every, you don't get everything from your partner, and like Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln he is <laughs> not a disciplined person. Like my partner is not Lincoln. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're tangled oh in the honey. damn cords. Oh honey. <laughs> but like consistency isn't a thing for him. So like if I'm like I need you to help me with this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I want to order dinner. I need him to be like, you shouldn't do that. You we have food and you want it. Remember, Uh because it's hard, though, because like I'm also like, I mean, if you want to if it makes you happy, do it. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't have to be like, no, but like that reminder would then put it in my hands because I could be like, no, fuck you. I'm ordering dinner. Right. But like sometimes your brain just goes into autopilot of like, I'm too lazy for this. I'm just going to order food. And Mm -hmm. like sometimes a voice being like, no, remember, this was your goal yeah it's helpful but like that's not a thing that he's good at and that's <laughs> and that's okay um but i don't know i'm mm. proud of myself for like pushing myself way way past my comfort zone lately oh that's good because like when it you. gets cooler out i'm gonna be trying shit with my hair that <laughs> always
1: makes a fuck it. the fucking heat does not just i was gonna agree. say if you're
0: natural it's like the heat is like i'm gonna get in there i'm just gonna stay in there on top of your head and try to kill you i
1: don't know just embrace the fro man it Mm -hmm. is what it is i don't want the
0: fro because it's hot i have no problem with the way it looks. ain't it ain't it it's hot ain't it that's why i do braids in the summer because my scalp can breathe yeah okay what's your thing what's your
1: next thing oh the next thing was the whole art business Mm -hmm. because as we just talked about Mm -hmm. imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome is a bitch
0: it is indeed
1: and i just like the very first thing i did when i got furloughed from my job was started painting like immediately that was the very mm-hmm. first thing just because i am was like i'm furloughed i ain't gotta work what am i gonna do all day i'm gonna fucking I like, paint i haven't painted in years yeah i haven't done anything super artistic in like every now and then i would pop out like i did like some painting with bob ross things for like yeah. my birthday one year but like nothing consistent like i was doing like a painting every day like i didn't go in and watch shows like most of like america during this pandemic like i was painting all the time and then like Forcing myself to share that with people. And then once, like, I was sharing it with people, people were like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm gonna, I would totally buy something. And I am yeah. just like, would people
0: honestly buy this shit? Let me tell y'all how Sam don't be trying to sell her. It's <laughs> so fucking annoying. Oh, my God. And I got to do a market with you in a couple weeks. I know. <laughs> and the one you just painted, I already want. So I'm just going to warn Which you now. One? It's in there.
1: No, you're not buying nothing else, Genesis? Let me tell y'all. She's on a freeze because she literally has, like, three or four paintings first of all you have one that i got you for like i painted for your birthday
0: that one's out in the house it is out so i cover that's it when, if that was a dick fine. guys so i cover it when some people come like if kenny comes <laughs> i cover it
1: but then you have you have two have originals three. and you have one print yep. that are not framed not hanging they're just sitting Why are around you yelling?
0: Because like, why would you be buying all this stuff and you're not even hanging? I want up? them because when I have a wall I next year, I it. want a gallery wall, and it has to be art that I actually like. I want your art and like, I was gonna say maybe buy for somebody else. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> First of all, which is horrible, which is something that I need to work on because like I follow. We so got to many the biggest th-
0: fight because I got two paintings. Literally two seconds after I bought the painting, she was like, put them back. And I was like, excuse me, madam. <laughs> she goes,
1: Target doesn't tell Target me to put never shit back. never tells me to put
0: shit back. I go to Target all the time. They're like, bitch, we will take all of your money. You know who I would rather have my money? My best fucking friend. <laughs> I'll give you a painting for your birthday. Mind your business
1: and deliver my shit. God. <laughs> well, at first I was like, oh, maybe she's getting these for Christmas presents. That's fine. Them shits are mine i thought you did give one for a
0: christmas present no
1: i thought you gave one to courtney i was shouldn't name shit
0: <laughs> she gonna sue us now <laughs> i was gonna and then i was like i'll keep in these <laughs> okay
1: but yeah i have a really hard time like accepting like that people like and buy my stuff so like when i first did it like i was just a Etsy shop it's still a Etsy shop But then, like, I forced myself to do markets. Mm -hmm. And that was probably, like, the. it's still I struggle with markets just because, like, people come by and they're just like, oh, your work is so good. This is beautiful. Sam can take a compliment for shit. (laughs) No, I'm just, I say thank you, but, like, is it genuine? And is it, like, am I there in that moment? No. I say thank you because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. But it's so hard. I'm working the next market with you. Oh, my God. I (laughs) fucking, Only oh. because it's if it's hot, I don't want my mom out
0: in the heat. We about to have I thought I was gonna be working all the markets. No. When you brought it up at first, I was like She Fuck. loves
1: working the markets. Yes. so Jojo? I, yeah, she loves being at the markets. She's your mom. She's a mom. I was gonna so say she my mom would want
0: to be there. <laughs> well she spent she was this. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she went home. Did I tell you that? She was supposed to go back to work. She was driving back, and I was, she was like, I went to this nine-mile market with my cousin, and I was like, Mom, did you see Sam? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's I, ca- I was just called her to see what she was doing, and she That's told me, hilarious. I was like, you see Sam? She's like, no. And I was like, Mom, Sam is there. She's painting her <laughs> painting. She's like, oh, I'm going back. And then after she left the second time, she goes, I'm about to be late for work. I'm like, lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she told me. She just told me that she, like, left came back.
1: But, yeah, so it's it's something that I force myself to do, even though it's, like, really
0: hard. It's a weird thing in life. Like, everything in your body will tell you not to do the thing, whatever the thing is. It's also something that i was
1: learning from like we just talked about this in my podcast previous to this one like i had this speaker come to my job and talk about imposter syndrome and like the thing that she tells you to stop doing which i have to stop doing is comparing yourself to (gasps) other people (gasps) which is so and i follow so many amazing artists and there's one here local in st louis and every time i see him post something i'm just like i'm just not think about getting
0: into fashion in your 30s oh my god and like going through and pinpointing your personal style because i told nelson that my yeah. biggest downfall when starting to think about getting into like dressing well mm-hmm. was going into stores and seeing what they had that i liked it's very parallel to
1: like being fat it was and a getting mistake into
0: <laughs> because i would just pick up things that really didn't fit me whereas yeah. now I will go to the social medias, to the magazines, whatever, mm-hmm. and see parts of outfits that I like, and then think, I need a mule, yeah. or I need well a certain yeah, pair of I do combat the exact boots. Exact same, like because
1: I follow so many <laughs> plus size women who yeah. are into fashion, and like growing up, they couldn't work. That wasn't a thing. You weren't allowed to wear those kind of things if you're fat. Mm. You're showing too much. I'm you can't wear it. a crop top. You can't. Your belly is showing. You can't show a belly. I'm mean going to have just be very real.
0: My thought process when I would think about that or hear that from, like, the fat woman in my life was, like, people know you fat, though.
1: I'm fat regardless if I have a big T-shirt on. It don't on matter big what you put on. Pants on. And
0: also, if they have a problem with you being fat, they can fuck but off.
1: But I'm saying, like, I would never feel comfortable wearing half the things I wear now. If it were not, you'd just be out be here looking sexy as fuck too. For these women who are just like, fuck it,
0: representation matters, matters,
1: fucking matters. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, and I do the same
1: thing. I'm like, oh, she has that on. I want to go
0: get one. And of also, now. let me just say because I follow a lot of fat girls solely so that I can know what you're thinking when you won't tell me. Like, if they have these thoughts, <sighs> I'm like, oh, does Sam think this? Half the time, I send her shit, and I'm like, is this a thing? Yeah. But to all of the skinny women that are offended by this, fuck y'all. Like,
1: that's because we're not the norm.
0: That's we're, a fuck that's y'all <laughs> like this. It just disgusts me that within society, if you are just not acknowledged, you mad now. Yeah. Like, there's not fat women out here like, fuck skinny women. We're better. Mm-mm. Well, there's some. But like, also, you're allowed to feel like that, too, because mm-hmm. I love myself. So, like, I don't. If you, that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Whatever it is. What I was going to say,
1: if people just love themselves, honestly, none of this shit would, you would not take offense to half But like shit. you
0: see it with insecure skinny women and black men the most where black women out her mind in their own business. I saw a TikTok this morning of this black woman be like, I love Mexican men. That is the whole video. She just talks about how she loves Mexican men. Uh-huh. A black man tags and is like, I'm so sick of this shit. Black women ain't shit. He goes in on her.
1: double fucking stop saying stop
0: saying (laughs) shit don't expect us to. this is why we date outside our race and then another black man tags it and he goes what i'm saying the other black man goes she didn't say shit about black men this is why black women don't fuck with y'all now because y'all have to bring them down at every she didn't say anything and like i've seen lots of skinny women tagging fat women like this is not body positivity and it's like she just put on a dress she liked she didn't say shit about you so fuck people you. Like, to. if you're out here being mad because people don't acknowledge you, just yeah. learn how to like yourself. Just like yourself. Okay. Just going about liking Sorry. yourself.
1: What is the next thing that you like about yourself?
0: I just want everybody to know that Sam has a page of shit written down, and I don't have anything, so it's <laughs> taking
1: me longer <laughs> I to I had think, to prepare because we would just be sitting here don't otherwise. Don't be mad
0: at me that I'm thinking really hard. <laughs> um, what's the thing that I like about myself? lately my ability to let go of thought processes that were like really permanent to me elaborate on that so like one really big thing for me is the learning curve of being in a relationship with somebody that I deeply love like I love this man Mm -hmm. but within that a big thing for him is always you just don't think about breaking up because that'll make it happen and in every aspect of my life my brain immediately processes every outcome. Mm-hmm. Like in Dr. Doolittle, when he was like, discombobulate me. No. Anyway, but like my brain, <laughs> 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 what? my brain immediately has to go through the worst thing that could happen. I don't dwell on it.
1: Oh, okay. But
0: like I do in every setting have to go through like all of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I stopped doing that because he told me to. And also it wasn't a thought process because my parents were in this person perfect relationship. So I spent a long time within my current relationship because I love him thinking that us breaking up was the absolute worst thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Then like, I've kind of come to terms with like, we could like, that could be a thing and learning that like,
1: you'll be okay. No
0: relationship is permanent. I will be okay. I will still be whole. Like, Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm not kidding when I say because of how I was raised and seeing my parents' relationship, my thought process was always whoever you're with, you got to be with. Yeah. And so, like, I really – not only that, like, my thoughts about myself, my thoughts about my jobs, I have had a lot of, like, hard-set rules for how my life would be because of how I was raised. Like, I was raised super religious. Like, I spent a little stint there being homophobic until I realized I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. But, like – I think it's hard to shed thought processes. And, like, that's probably why so many people get grace and patience from me because people have terrible opinions. But I'm, like, it's hard to change something that you've believed your whole life. and For like, sure. To even go further into that, shedding a thought process that, that was really permanent to me and, like, then – and this is very recent – not acting on it. So, like, within my relationship in particular – I would always act in a way that would preserve the relationship, mm-hmm. even if sometimes he isn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was just fucking with my mental health, like yeah, consistently placating you when you're wrong or making you feel better when you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's still hard because, like, you don't want to think about not being with the person that you love. Like, I don't want to have kids with nobody but Nelson. Yeah. He would be a phenomenal dad. But, like, I have, like, legitimately grown enough to, like, come to terms with the fact that, like, that's a possibility. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But it is. So, like, I'm proud of myself for, like, being able to push past the stuff in my brain that is an absolute hard no. Word. Which is kind of vague, and that's really hard to explain. Maybe I should come (laughs) up with another one. Because I feel like whoever's (laughs) listening is going to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? You You gave gave
1: some explanation.
0: Sort of, but maybe I understand it more than I can explain it. Let me think of another one. Oh, I made a bucket list. I'm really proud of myself for that. Ooh, it's that's b- fun. I'm putting it up on the blog. It's a bucket list for life. I made a list of things that I feel like would make my life better. Okay. And on there is like a big goal for me for a very long time was become a polyglot. I want right. to speak multiple languages. We talked about that
1: last episode.
0: Um, One of them is taking more photos of myself which is a very very big no for me yeah like i don't want to do that i don't like it. if you see any pictures of me i look awkward in all of them oh no, she don't she looks I fucking beautiful am uncomfortable taking pictures of myself so i actually i think that's probably why i had such bad anxiety this week so this week i came up with the concept for a photo series for the blog okay teaching me to view myself differently okay oh that's dope so like once a week like i'm gonna have like a legit photo shoot uh-huh and if I hate all of the photos, I still have to post them. Ooh. I think I'm going to start it in September because I'm trying to lock down a space to photograph in because I don't want to do it at my house because I want to do it somewhere I can be by myself. Uh huh. Because if I do it at my house and, like, my one, my dog is just an ass. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's going to fuck everything up. But, two, my partner cannot not try to help. Yeah. He can't. And (sighs) 90% of the time I love his heart. Yeah. Like he wants to help. Yeah. But that has turned into me just learning to navigate that because I don't want to tell him not to want to help or not have a good heart and want to make the people around him feel good. So like, Mm -hmm. that's one of those things where I'm just like, I just have to know that like if I need to do it by myself Mm -hmm. to just do it by myself. So I need to find a space that I can photograph once a week, which I think somebody has a rental property that's empty that might let me do it. Mm hmm. But, yeah, so I am going to write a post at some point. I want to start it in September, I think, just because the next few weekends, like, I have shit every Saturday and Sunday. Mm. And, like, I'm going to need a couple hours. like. am busy, girl. I thought about renting a studio, and then I was like, th- at least the first time, I'm going to need more than an hour. Yeah. And I don't want to end up spending a lot of money. But, yeah, so I wrote a bucket list. And the big one that, like, I'm proud of myself for approaching this because I'm terrified to, and I do not want to, would I you not want, want to? It, are you just as bad if someone takes pictures of you?
1: Does it matter, and whether it's I don't you know. or someone taking a picture? I think
0: I'm gonna feel more awkward if somebody takes the pictures. Okay. I think the idea of me being by myself and like if I can fix my current camera, if not, I have just decided that I'm gonna buy a camera.
1: It is i think we it can is. get it fixed Genesis.
0: i think i can fix it though um but part of my brain part of me is now realizing that i haven't fixed it because this has been an idea in the back of my brain for a long time mm-hmm. but i am trying to make sure that i view myself well because i talk all the time about like how i want daughters and i'm not going to be able to teach them to love themselves if i don't love if myself i heard amen. and if i don't see myself well i'm not going to be able to look at them and say you're beautiful like when they see me not taking pictures and not looking in the mirror and you know yeah, what i mean for real So anyway, I'm proud of myself for making the bucket list because everything on the bucket list is things that I don't want to do or I'm afraid that I can't do. Everything. Oh, I'm excited to read it. Yeah. But the photo series I'm proud of because I'm terrified. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm so scared to do it. I feel like most
1: photographers don't like having their pictures taken. I
0: love photographing other people. For sure.
1: That's how it's usually And I need to photograph
0: more because I just, like, really want to get into portraiture and, like, Than the candid shots of like family shit, Mm. love it. But anyway, yeah. So if you go to my blog, you might see it in September. (laughs) I'm not kidding when I say I'm say it better. You said that really. If you go to my because I'm nervous. Like say it again. If you go to the blog, you will probably see it in September. But yeah, the concept for the photo series, which I am proud of for coming up with the concept and now terrified, and I'm sure I will be proud of myself when I finish. Yep. Is to view myself differently, like. So, like, I want to look at my pictures just like I look at anybody's pictures and I'm like, oh, she's cute. Oh, uh-huh. I like that outfit. Like, mm-hmm. I look at myself and just tear myself apart. And that is gross and I should not do it. Oh, well. So, I'm but proud I of myself like of for recognizing that and, that and trying that really hard to push past it. Okay, now you go. One more and then we got to get out of here. Yeah.
1: I'm going to end it on a high great note. I'm so excited. <laughs> go. I want to celebrate my people and my crew. You... Allison, Danielle, because I realized this, like, just like yesterday, like, not everybody can speak to this with their current friends. I feel like, because I see a lot of things, and I'm just like, why are they friends with this person? And it's just like, I am so, I want to celebrate y'all because not everybody can have friends who support their friend who is trying to grow and change and better their life in a certain way. Yeah. So, like, in the ways that I'm trying to be more comfortable with my feelings and um, trying in other areas of my life where I struggle, mm-hmm. like dating, you know, amping myself up with my artwork or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a very supportive crew, people, group.
0: Mm-hmm. I also feel like we looked out in the area of none of us make it about ourselves. Right. Which is really hard, like, and I will not lie, in the beginning of our friendship, it was a learning curve for me to recognize how you approached, like, emotional intelligence, how you approached having strong feelings, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that was hard, because I'm like, I love her, why she don't love me back? <laughs> what is that? But, you know, and noticing, and that was never the case. like, how
1: we have different love languages, and so, Yeah, like, and it you took me a bit to
0: learn, like, oh, she does not love Not everybody
1: me. can have friends and notice those things, though, and are willing to, like, yeah. A, like are willing to look at it and like study it i guess you could say like most people in that situation be like okay something's wrong with sam like this bitch is fucked up i'm not fucking with this no more
0: as something's <laughs> wrong with sam i can't ask her how to help her so let me do some research but like i'm just saying like her. i feel like
1: a lot of people have friends that are like that and like That's for shit. instance like danielle just bought me this book that i just started reading I just got it on Friday. She forgot, got it for my birthday, and it's all about clarity and connection. Mm-hmm. No, her noticing that I am struggling with talking to the person, like I had mm-hmm. went through like this whole like freaking out moment of mm-hmm. the person that I'm talking to right now, and like having a hard time like sitting with my feelings and being able to accept that I like him like that it's hard for me to like say these things mm-hmm. like and her giving me that book and noticing like that's where i need to like that's where i'm trying to like grow yeah like not everybody has friends like that
0: everybody deserves friends like that though. yes i brag on our friend group all the time though. well i'm bragging on it right now on i almost said public radio i'm <laughs> proud of us for growing together too I feel like that we have well. all had our shit through the years. That as well. And like we legit have grown. Because together. people
1: grow, like as we talked about in, is that your last episode or the previous episode? We talked about like how you people grow apart from friendships yeah. and like, and that's fine, but like it's also really amazing to grow with.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And like that's fucking awesome. And go through shit. Cause like my sister had that whole dating Satan oh my phase. God we've all had a phase let's put it that way like when i first started yeah. dating nelson i was a little less available like mm, i
1: would say you were a little less available but like also you still made time
0: yeah and like i feel like not everybody does that that's true but you get what i'm saying like we we've, we've grown together also i just love y'all like i'm a clingy ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> not kidding when i say i can survive and i've said this this is one of the hills that i would be comfortable dying on like your relationships with your friends are far more intimate than with your partner Mm -hmm. like i can i can survive without him i will be sad i'm not saying like i will not give a shit yeah but like i don't think i could survive without y'all because like where he would do what makes me feel best y'all do what makes me be best
1: I have that as a point. Like, I always say that you guys always give me the best guidance in the areas that I want to grow in. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I honestly have chosen my friends. Like, I see things in y'all that I wish that I could be better at.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I've had friends who are not conducive to growth at all, to be clear. Yeah. Same.
1: Like, and like that we've grown apart.
0: And it's hard to tailor your life like that. Like, even with my current partner, like when he does things to threaten my growth, like growth, I have to tell him, like, you won't be single. <laughs> Like I love you but like I need to be able to grow. Yeah. If I cannot. And that's even better like I y'all
1: push me in those areas as well. Yeah.
0: Because like, you be getting on my nerves.
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time like, something all the time ta- like we like we talk about this a lot like of the date that I went on. Like Genesis was like, "No, you have to try." Yeah. Even Danielle was just like I had like this moment like on our second date like I freaked out because like we held hands and like I was just like this is this is really fast like he likes you ps- what is happening yeah. I don't like this this is scary and Danielle's like this the best things come out of like those scary moments though mm-hmm. I'm
0: just like oh. like I hate when y'all be saying these things but like I'll be like oh they right? you right know, <laughs> I will tell you the worst <laughs> thing about having a friend group like this is the thought process of like I want to tell Sam this but I'm not gonna like (laughs) what she (laughs) said. I was gonna keep this shit. Sorry for the cackle. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot stand you. (laughs) Like we 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 keep it very
1: real with each other.
0: We do. Like and it's not like hurtful. Like I remember when we I don't know what we disagreed about when me and Nelson were not together for very long, maybe like a year. We disagreed about something. And he was like, are you in a fight? And I was like, no, we just disagree." Oh, I wonder what that is. It was something clearly not memorable.
1: Clearly, because I sure in the fuck don't remember that at all. And, but he
0: asked before, too, like, do y'all fight? And I was like. We disagree. I was like, if we get into a fight, it will be because we've done something to harm ourselves.
1: Yeah. Because we don't or We harm know each it's other. not, like, yeah. best for ourselves, like, for yeah. that person, for sure.
0: But, like, I don't know. I think we have these, like, Part of the reason that I prioritize our friendships is because, like, this is the healthy, re- healthiest relationship I've ever had, bar yeah. none. Like, and, and that's like probably why
1: I've had so much fear around getting into like a relationship mm-hmm. with a man. Probably
0: because this I'm shit just makes like, the bar real high, doesn't it? Mm,
1: other, I mean, there's other traumas associated with that, True. but like, I think that's a good thing to bring up too, because yeah. like
0: seeing a healthy relationship or just growing and being allowed to grow and thrive with the, with any person mm-hmm. makes any other area that would impede your growth. Like unattractive. Right. Like, it's just like, I don't, Mm-mm, you ain't it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Word. Hmm. Anyway, this was the episode of us hy- hyping ourselves up. we, you feel like we should hyped like up
1: on uh, y'all. I feel I like we should y'all. implement
0: this as like a thing. No, like a recurring series. Just like I need to view myself differently, we all do. We all need to say nice shit about ourselves on a regular basis. It's so easy for me to compliment you because you're this amazing fucking goddess. That's why my
1: I kind of probably that last one was probably a cop out.
0: It was. (laughs) I let you have it though, but it absolutely was. No, but if you really think about it, that's your strength too because you have a lot of people that you know. You have friends that you grew up with, and then you have the people that your Mm -hmm. tribe that you have chosen. I have a tribe, and like that's hard to choose new people because I'm new. In the scheme of friends that you have, I am very, very new. Not very. Genesis. We don't know each other a long time. We're you not very You have friends very that new. you grew up with still. I, but you have friends whose children are your godchildren. I mean, fair. Like, in the scheme of all of that, I'm hella new. I mean, it's been a damn decade, but still. I was going to say, it's still
1: been a long time.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, like, you get what I'm saying. Like, to then tailor your tribe. Because you know this is who fits you best, even if mm-hmm. you don't always like it. Because I'm sure all of us, at some point, have said something to the other that was 100% correct, and we just didn't like that shit.
1: All the time. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, and then we just gotta be <laughs> like, this shit all, I just sent you a fucking meme, right before you came over here. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? I gotta look at it now. It says,
0: filling a space with bad energy because you're hungry. <laughs> it's Genesis two And to be fair, I am good on filling spaces with love and light. Until but my nachos laundry? take too motherfucking long, <laughs> if I don't. I'm ruining everybody. Listen, thank you for coming to the podcast. I love you. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye.